Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, let's do something real quick before I forget to do it. Thank you for reminding me. I meant to talk about his show. I think he's hilarious. What what are you thinking? Full from South Philly. Tell our listeners to listen to him. Check out the South Philly podcast on iTunes. Thank you very much. It's not a fat woman. It's not a fat woman. You are the best with cats. So what? Fuck your cats, my what? dude. You probably fuck your cats. That's so grody. Obviously, you must be oblivious. Sleeping back, no such thing as coincidence. Cheshire cat with a sexy cool. My big throw the mic because he still fucking rules. Got a new show and a little bit of time to show you what it's like without a number one mind. Bring a few friends, maybe a crew or two. Let the obviously oblivious into you. Obviously oblivious with the mic and evil Cheshire cat. Ah, yes. Welcome to Obviously Oblivious 0036. I am the Mike, and with me, as always, is my gorgeous uh, co-host, South Philly Paul. What's up, Paulie? Here. And uh, also, uh, Evil Cheshire Garb. How you doing, Kat? Good. Well, I lie. Great. That's not true. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Just say yes or no, and then we'll get on with it. Yes. All right. Um, (laughs) We we were going to do a show last week, but Kat went on the uh, 2010-2011 uh, trip of a lifetime, let's say. She got to go all over the whole East Coast for things that had nothing to do with her, and she couldn't make it to the show last week. We were going to do a show last weekend without her, and, well, then my wireless repeater went, and I decided to scrap the show for that, and, uh, yeah. And now here we are, a week later, ready to go. All part of my master plan. What is your master plan? For, for to, to always be on a show? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you question it? Just go with it. Well, you know, I was one thing. I was, I was like, go ahead, Paul. I just said it sounds flawless, your plan. Uh, not very flawless. I just, uh, you know, I really wanted to do the show, just have a guy's show. But in all fairness, I I don't know if I could do a show without you, Kat. I, I like I having you on here. No, I think you do fine. I think you'd have a great oh, show. Oh, no, no. I would have a great show. <laughs> Make no mistake. But, you know, I kind of like you being here. It's it's uh, it's not obviously oblivious without, without uh, Evil Cheshire Cat. I appreciate that. Well, don't get used to it, okay? But, but anytime you guys want to have a guy's show, whether I'm around or not, you can just say so. Oh, we will. Don't worry. Okay, good. But as of right <laughs> now, I don't, I don't want that to happen. Um, let's see. Uh, 
you said you weren't having such a good day or a good week or whatever. What, what's what's your issue? What's your major malfunction? Well, I don't know if I, how much I want to get into it because I don't. I have a doctor's appointment Thursday for some issues that I've been having. Vagine problems? The, my, no, no vagine problems. That, that's actually going okay for right okay. now. I'm glad the vagine's <laughs> going well. Yes, the vagine is fine. It's everything else that's falling apart. Um, I what, just, like I your don't ovaries? Know. I don't like talking about health issues because I sound ovaries? like a hypochondriac. Hello? You know? What? Yeah? Like, like your ovaries are going bad? No. They do Why have a shelf life, cat. That's not a problem. If you want to push out a kid, you better hop on it soon. Yeah, that's not happening. Okay. Ever. How many times? We're not. Just keep what trying. The, keep the trying. Doc, what's the doctor? <laughs> what's the story with the doctors? What do you have to go to the doctor for? Okay. So it all started with sort of carpal tunnel-ish syndrome uh-huh. thingies. My my wrist started hurting really bad. And my granted, my desk was horrible at work. And I was sitting there all day. And I lift weights. And I crochet. And I play video games. So my hands are getting a lot of use. Um, so I started putting wraps on them and, and braces. And, it, you know, it got better. It started feeling a lot better. Um, it was, you know, up and down. And then it starts spreading to my elbows. Oh, that's the problem. You're going up and down with the wrist too much. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't mention Stephen once. What nope. are you talking about? Well, she doesn't have to go up and down on Stephen. Wait, are you implying myself or others? <laughs> I, I would honestly, I probably think both. You're a very kind person. So really? I think if, you uh, think that I'm so I nice, think, I'm just going to jerk off the next guy? I think if there's a guy on the bus and he's having a bad day, you might give him a tug just for the hell of it. <laughs> That's horrible. And then, you know, then you get home and you get out your vibrators or whatever, and then you're stroking no, yourself with that. that's how you get hand aids. You don't just jerk off strange people. No, I don't. You're absolutely right. Plus, you? I don't, I don't know. I'm not so sure about. Well, plus I don't carry around alcohol wipes, and that's sort of a necessary thing if you're going to do that. Well, if you're going to have sex, you should have alcohol wipes, too, because I don't know what's going on down there anyway. So get back to the story. You're, you're, you're okay. stroking up and down. Go ahead. So I'm stroking up and down, then my wrist starts hurting, my elbow starts hurting, and my shoulders start hurting. Now my back's hurting. Now my ankles are starting to be a little tender. Um, it's like every joint in my body just hates me right now. You're pregnant. Don't tell me that, because it's really freaking me out. Well, I know when Ariana was pregnant, all her joints hurt. It started with her wrists from tugging too much up and down, and then it was the rest of her body. You're pregnant that way, sir. Actually, I'm going to give you a, di- a diagnosis. How old are you now? 26? 27? 26. Okay. Um, fibromyalgia. You're in the uh, beginning stages of fibromyalgia. What is that? It's like one of those um, uh, tissue diseases, like d- degenerative tissues. You know, you start getting pain in your joints, and or or you might have lupus, or you might have uh, what's that tick disease? Lyme disease. <laughs> the Lyme disease or yeah. Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with fibromyalgia. That's that's just what I'm gonna I say. I have no idea what the, that's foreign language to me. You know, I'll look it up online. That's what the internet's okay. are for. Yeah, no, if I look things up online, I'm like, oh, I have that. <laughs> well, in, in the in the uh, spirit of this is a comedy show, um, I hope you're all right. But um, until I hear something, I'm going to make fun of you about it. And, uh, That's totally fine. <laughs> okay, so don't take it personally, but, you know. I'm not sensitive about it. It's not like, you know, my, my you face might, is melting away. You might actually have hand-aids, too. I mean, I could have listen, I could totally see you doing that. If you give out your number on a bus, I would be more likely to give out a hand job on a bus than my phone number. <laughs> equivalent <laughs> no I, I really i would say oh let me okay let me give you a tug real quick and i'm not giving you my number because then you can no. get a hold of me again the reason right? i gave him his number was because he had the pen and paper right there now if he had his dick right there when he asked me like maybe then you but that's probably do it you get arrested before that gets to that nah. stage listen paulie next time you're on a bus down in, in north carolina <laughs> pull it out all right buddy absolutely absolutely sounds like a plan. it does i think it sounds like a good plan so besides that cat everything else is okay your trip and uh 
Christmas and New Year's. We, I mean, it's been since Christmas since we've talked to uh, John Q. Listener. <laughs> yes, and I hope everyone's uh, holidays were good. Um, I'm satisfied with the way mine went for the most part. There were some bad parts, but it's over now. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you came home with your dog this year, so that's a plus, right? Yes, I am very happy about that. Yeah. I mean, last year, oh my God, you broke my heart so bad, sweetheart, last year. <laughs> yeah, it was last February. So it's Paul, it was. I just get this call, this voicemail on my phone, and it's cats lost her dog last year. Um, and it was just, it was heartbreaking. I'm sorry you had to go through that pain, but you know, you learned, you live and learn, and now this year your dog was safe. Yeah, because we didn't trust anybody, our relatives. You really can't trust other year. people. You really can't. No, not even, especially family members. I think I've been talking too far away from the microphone. Does this sound better to you? I, I guess so. Yeah, I think it's. I, I think know. I think I'm making love to ear holes better this way. Okay, a little <laughs> bit different in the studio. I'll get to that in a minute. Paulie, what's I going think. on with you, buddy? Uh, same stuff. Just work. Yeah. Uh, the weather here, you know. Uh, a couple of things that uh, kind of pissed me off. You know, we we haven't been together for a while, so these happened a few weeks ago. Uh, one well, thing. Hold on a to... second. Let's people are from not this part of the country that listen. Uh, the East Coast, uh, specifically, the. Uh, you know, eastern Pennsylvania, we've been getting some snow here of late, and there's more coming next week. So that's what he means about the weather. Not tornadoes, not hurricanes, not, you know, locusts, but just snow. Sorry, Paul. Locusts as well. Thank you. Thank you for the weather report. <laughs> now you're local on the 8s. I guess neither one of you uh, watched yeah. the, this, the, the Weather Channel, huh? There's just a couple of things that I wanted to bring up. Um, where I work... On the suite that I work, there's a uh, there's a there's a law firm that works across the uh, hallway from us, and just as a general courtesy, I usually say hi to people if I see them in the hallway. You know, it's just a common thing. I you know we see each other almost every day, and you just say, "Hey, how you doing?" Paul, hold on a second. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but I have to tell you this real quick. There's a law firm up yeah. here: Hyman, Dick, and Butts. Isn't that weird? Like these three guys, they got picked on their whole lives, and they said, "Hey, let's start a law firm and put up a whole bunch of uh, what do they call billboards? Hyman Dicks and Butts." No, yeah, no, I'm serious. You're serious? Yeah, I'll have to take a picture of it I and saw, send it to you. I saw a commercial on the subway, you know, like a poster on the subway for Justin Bieber. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I was taking advantage of that uh, publicity. <laughs> I, I guess I'll so, stop yeah. cutting you off, Paul. Go ahead. Um, well, as I was saying, you know, you just, you know, you just greet people in the hallway. You say, "Hey, how you doing?" Uh, for some reason, one night, uh, one night I was leaving. I think it was a Friday night, and me and this girl from the firm were both going towards the elevator. And uh, you know, I happened to hit the button first, and I, I was trying to look at her to say, "Hey, how you doing?" or whatever. This girl looked everywhere except at me. Really? I mean, she was trying to avoid looking at me directly like I was the son. Well, she doesn't know you, Paul. A lot of your greatness is on the inside, you know? Um, well, it, it's I've seen her before in the hallway, and I've said hello, and she kind of begrudgingly said hello to oh, me. Oh, so she's just a cunt. But the last couple of times, well... Okay, if you want to pull out that word. But yeah, yeah, I, I kind of feel that way too. But I don't understand. <laughs> like you can't just – it's not like I was trying to pick her up. I wasn't 
I didn't say anything to her. All I wanted to do was say hi, but she made the situation so uncomfortable. She made me feel so uncomfortable that I, I don't understand why. Like, why would you do that? It's not like I'm see- it's not like I'm meeting you on the street. It's not like we're passing on the street and I'm just a strange guy on the street. You see me. You know what office I work in. You see me come in and out of there. You see me almost every day. You can't just say, hey, how you doing? Okay, or, hi. Well, well, Paul, how about, how about we take it to the next level? You know, everybody, she's worried about that you might make her uncomfortable or whatnot. Well, you know, you have feelings too. And why don't you say to her, look, I'm not, I have no interest in you. I'm just trying to be polite. You're making me uncomfortable. Who do you think you are? No, I think that would just make it worse. Can I go to work for you one day? Can I do this to the woman? Um, sure. I can, I think I could sure. go, I think I could That'll go as, as Paul. Yeah, sure. She probably would like me though. I'm kind of good looking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> This whole beard thing I got going on right now, oh, pretty goodness. sexy. I'm pretty oh, sexy. Goodness, the beard. <laughs> I might take a picture of the beard and make it the show art. It, it's, you know, for a month, it's it's a nice looking beard, I'll tell you. You really should. You're like your own sheep. I am. <laughs> you could just shear it and make clothes. I need to be shorn. I do. Hey, Kat, <laughs> did you listen to the new See You Next Tuesday that I did on Thursday with... Uh... Yes, I did. So this week, <laughs> in one week, I've done Mediocre Show. I did See You Next Tuesday. We're doing obviously oblivious tonight, and then I'll do another mediocre show. It's four in a calendar week. How about that? That's crazy. Well, Mike, I texted you about that. See you next Tuesday show. But I, I got to tell you, I really loved that episode. It was great. Well, thank you, thank you very much. I, it, had, it probably had a lot more to do with me than it did Troy. I mean, so well, <laughs> it had a lot of aspects that I liked. I mean, everybody, everybody that contributed to the show was that I, I listened to, and I enjoy. Yeah, Eric a lot. did a great job. Um, Anya did a great the job. Things, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the things you touched on, you talked about Star Trek, you talked about 80s music. Yeah. Like all, <laughs> all the subjects that you hit on, I, I was I was really interested in and just like enjoyed. I just sat back. Troy singing that uh, R&B song He did a was good crazy. job with that, actually. He sounded pretty good. I was getting moist. I was getting a little wet. <laughs> I said, thank you. I See, said afterwards, I'm like, he's got we need to cuddle. man. What's that? He's got that magic. Yeah. I know. We needed to cuddle afterwards. I, I was a little vulnerable, but what are you going to do? I got this uh, new it, it, boom mic here. I ordered it last... Uh, actually, I ordered it Tuesday night off of eBay. And 49 bucks for this, you know, a mic boom. You know what I mean? And, uh, like, I had a, a, a mic stand five years. I used that almost. And I've retired it this week. This thing came in three days in the mail i set it up i decided to um rewire some things in the studio so instead of having my voice processor on a different microphone like i did before like right now right there <laughs> that's all i have to do is, is the press of a button now same microphone i got a little on off switch on the microphone see i'll talk and you and then i'll come back and you won't be able to hear me but so I, I, i'm liking that so now i can smoke my fumo on the air and not hear you, <sighs> you know what i mean so I'm pretty pretty happy with that. I bought a new chair for the studio. Thirty nine bucks at Office Max. I got a nice tight back. It rolls around. I got a little one of those uh, rolling mats too, so the carpet doesn't get all screwed up. Oh, thank uh, God, God you got assess- a good chair. Yeah, a good chair is important. And then right now I have a hard wire going down my staircase down to my uh, my router, but uh, we're gonna get uh, get Julian, Eric's friend, up here to run this down through the walls. And then, um, then I'm all set. Then I think the studio is pretty good. But I had to got a comment on. I put the pictures up on our Facebook page. I put it up on my Facebook page and the obviously oblivious page, right, Cap? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Paul, you need to take a picture of your studio and post it on that page, or give it to me, and I'll post post it on the page. My kitchen. Yep. Yep. We, we, listen, we're in the habit of naming naming studios and uh, taking pictures and putting them on Facebook, so people can see the magic where the magic happens. It really takes well, the romance out of it, though. It really doesn't. What it do studios <laughs> officially is what it's called here. I was going to go with Pwn for a while, but I just love what it do so much. So I lost my train like of thought. Too. Thank you, Paul. I, but I did. I lost my train of thought. Oh, anyway, so um, got a comment from uh, Travis LSU. I think he's a little butthurt because what I did to him on a mediocre show last week. Um, oh, well, no, I said I, we, funny, man. what we that did. That was funny. I thought so. And I got thousands of comments about it. Uh, everybody it loved it. But, I mean, I know he was the brunt of the joke, but it, it it was just too great. It was too good. Well, you know, brunt of the joke and all that, but, you know, um, also in, in the same light, Travis LSU has been uh, uh, one of my longest uh, listeners. Uh, I'm, he's been around almost longer than anybody else, and he does his own little show, which I'm not going to plug right now because uh, I've been given a lot of thought, and, you know, I try to do things with Travis to, to bring attention to him and his show, and then he gets... He got all upset. I mean, I think it's settled now. So, discuss the beta podcast. Check it out. But yeah, you should you should, you should plug it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so he comments on the on the picture of my studio. Uh, everybody, this is what we call overkill or whatever. But listen, just because you just because your setup is different, than mine. I don't have overkill. Everything in my studio has a purpose. It, there's a function for everything. It's not overkill. If you want your show to sound nice, you get what you pay for. You can't have a good show on a Seventeen dollar uh, USB microphone from from uh, I don't know Bob's USB shack. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not overkill. Actually, it's- this studio is nothing. Cat, remember my studio in the basement? Like seven different computers, like twelve microphones all over the place. That was overkill. Yeah, but it didn't look as nice. Like this is really like organized. There's the soundproofing and stuff. Oh, I got a new you light know, off. Of, it, looks, uh, it looks a lot better. I got a new light off of uh, Craigslist. I went to get a. I got a thirty-six uh, inch TV for twenty bucks, and they were they were moving out of state. So I they had a light and a DVD player left, and I got everything for thirty bucks. So I got a little one of those little like uh, old school War of the Worlds looking lamps. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that look like uh, street lights. Yeah. All right. So I have like a. So now everything's lit up. I can see stuff. I can press buttons and things go off. And yeah, so I'm, I'm actually, I'm pretty happy about it. Yes. Overkill. He now has a light. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. What was I thinking? What was I thinking with a light bulb? Whoa. Anyway. So there's that. And uh, everything else going on with me, I'm not quite sure. I'm loving my Fumos. Uh, the mediocre code expired, but it's back. <gasps> it's back. Okay, so if you haven't gotten a chance to order Fumo or you want to order some uh, some uh, more liquids or f- tips or atomizers or whatever, the Mediocre Code is back. I think there's another one, Happy New Year. Uh, no, I think that's what it is. But use the Mediocre Code. That one works. And uh, I got I got a, an email from uh, Greg from Fumo. He sent me a little care package today of stuff. He said there's a surprise in there, so I'm looking forward to that. Might be. I, I like surprises. You know, I didn't used to. Remember, Kat, how I used to hate gifts and surprises? Yes. Kind of digging them now. Oh, is that going to hold till July, or should I still say no birthday for nope, Mike? No, nope. I think it's, uh, I, I, want a big, I want a big birthday extravaganza show this year. Ah, <sighs> it's going to bite me in the ass. Oh, What's that, Paul? <laughs> 
I say good for you, man. Yeah, I'm going to start. Listen, I don't think I have many birthdays left, so I might as well start enjoying them. <laughs> you know, once you get upwards of 300 pounds and you have a, a big, you know, bulky beard catching on walls and on hooks and stuff, you may not have much longer to go. So, But to be honest, the beard might be most of the weight. <laughs> ah, no. Like, nah, I'm not going to go there. I already went there in the mediocre show. <laughs> but, but but real quick, I do want to do a testimonial for uh, the FUMO guys. Okay, Because I ahead. did buy one for my brother for Christmas. Go and ahead. he loves it. He was smoking it in the car on uh, the road trip during Christmas and stuff. And it, Watch it was just, what you say. What, what? What? Yeah, you don't, want me to, you don't want me to cut this down into a Travis Ellis view video, do you? Fuck it. Do I really care? I don't. Like, I've been the butt of this joke for too, too many. Like, it's my place now. I've I've accepted it. Well, you do have a nice butt, so you might as well go with it. Okay. Well, here goes smoking it, and it it's it did smell like I could smell something, but it smelled pleasant. It was no, it's very a nice, nice smell. It's a, it's a very nice smell. It's, yeah, it's kind of it's like you ever gone through like the mist rides, like the Universal Studios, or you know, I'm sure they've got a theme park somewhere where you've been in like, no, the, with I'm the dry poor. ice mist stuff. I'm poor. We don't get to go anywhere, dude. Well, okay. Anyways, so for people who are the John Q listeners that do go to theme parks, it kind of smells I think like when that. You mist. say it, you should probably say Joan Q listener. You know, Joan Joan Q listener. Yeah. Why? Because you're a girl. What, and, what the and, fuck does that and have John to do? John Q listener is kind of my thing. You know, I already have Travis stealing my my sign off. I don't want you stealing my John Q listener. Joan Arc listener. <laughs> okay, that works for me. So start over. Say it again. No. <laughs> Come on, monkey dance. Let's go. I'm not gonna dance for you tonight. <laughs> I tonight. you know I don't like this discrimination. I don't like being treated differently. I don't give a shit. <laughs> So yeah, and also my interaction with the Fumo guys. Getting back to that, um, it was wonderful. I can, I they are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. Yeah, they're good guys, <laughs> and they they give uh, they give you a little bit extra in the pack than you'd expected, right? Yes, they did, and I don't want to like talk about it because then everyone will be expecting it. But. Well, maybe <laughs> people will be pleasantly surprised. Maybe they won't, but you never maybe. know until you order. You never know until you order. That's all right. I'm gonna say. Fumo.biz. Check them out. They've changed my life. Tobacco-free since uh, Halloween. Uh, Eric and Hope have been tobacco-free since uh, like three weeks after that. Uh, Travis LSU has a, a board of $20 bills from all the money he's saved. So you want to save yourself. You want to save your nice. family from secondhand smoke. Maybe give them a little bit of, you know, a, a nice smell to deal with. Fumo.biz. Check them out. That's where it's at. Yes, it's wonderful, and it confuses the grandparents. <laughs> Certainly does. Like, you know, my mom, she would see me smoking a cigarette, and she would, we could be in the middle of, I could be at a listener party in front of all the listeners, and my mom would come up and smack me right in the face for smoking, right? Uh-huh. I'd go over to her house, and I'd blow this in her face, and she doesn't oh. say a word. She doesn't say a word, because she's so happy I'm not doing any tobacco anymore. Nice, very nice. Also, uh, me, a non-smoker, I tried it. <laughs> yeah, how'd that work out for you? It was fun. <laughs> I coughed a, a good bit. All right. Well, but what did you get out of the experience? You can't say, hey, you know, I went on this universal ride and it was great. You have to give us reasons. Give us your experience, Kat. Okay. No, because you're going to cut He's it down. It. I know exactly. No, I'm not. No, I yeah, swear I to God. I swa- Listen, I swear to God on my kid's life, I'm not cutting anything down out of this show. I'm not. Yeah, but what I'm saying it. is. It's entertaining for everyone else. I'll fuck it. <laughs> so so I, I tried it. And of course, I did it wrong. I did the really big inhale. And then I started coughing, but then it was like, ooh, that tastes like Red Bull. And then everyone passed it around, 
and my cousins who were also non-smokers tried it, and we were all doing it. It was kind of funny. And then you just passed around herpes, because that's how herpes is passed around. What? You can't no. give, like, open-mouth-sword people something and get all their spit all over it and then pass Did it around I the room. I handed my cousin who had, like, pus-filled sores all over his mouth. Uh, in your family, no. um, it's, not, um, it's, it's not entirely out of the question, is it, now? Really? <laughs> I've seen your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my family's all about appearance, appearances. It's all the stuff below the surface that you have to worry appearances. about. Appearances. <laughs> appearances. That's a appearances. cool word. There we got the show. There's a show name. Appearances. I'm a speaker. <laughs> I've been doing this 26 years. I talk words. Well, mm. in fact. Um, all right. So you did that. So there's your uh, rave review for Fumo. I love it. All right. Cool. Very cool. What else do I got? I got a. I got some uh, some emails. I mean, eh, I got some voicemails that if we want to listen to. If if I played it already, just tell me and I and I'll cut it out. Okay. Okay. All right. I didn't write down who these were from. I just downloaded them. So here we go. Uh, voicemail number one. Hello. Obviously oblivious. This is got the pool boy, and uh, I was calling because I listened to the recent episode, and I am. Very, 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 very happy to hear my song on it. That was awesome. Uh, I was also going because Kat was laughing at me. For, uh, made a song after listening to one episode. But uh, I listened to three. <laughs> I want to clear that up. I've listened to more since then, but yeah. I've also figured out a way to end my call like this. Obliviously yours. Got the pool boy. So, he, you heard his feelings, and as and since I that voicemail, feelings, did I? Yeah, you really did. You laughed at him. But since that voicemail, he has finished all the shows. And Cat, <gasps> me and Scott the Pool Boy were talking about something, and I told him my true feelings about you. I Uh-oh. did. I had to be honest with him, and he wrote a little song. Here's a little love song from me to you by Scott oh, the God. Pool Boy. So enjoy. <laughs> Welcome back to Double O Radio. Coming up next, I have a request from Mike to Cat. Cat, Mike just wanted to let you know that he thinks you're trash. So here's to you, Cat. <laughs> well, here he comes, it's the trash man.
Banana flop flops. Banana flap flops? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is a banana flap flop? I think that's what Kat's husband calls her puss. <laughs> so it's a love song for me to you, Kat. A banana flap flop. <laughs> I'm laughing at me laughing at something. That's yeah, horrible. I have to admit that one of the great things about you is your laugh encourages me to, to be more of an idiot. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can't really help what I laugh at. I just laugh. Paul, as a singer-songwriter, <laughs> can you give us your thoughts on that? I love that. I didn't I'm say Kat, like, I said Paul. Next. Oh, 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 not me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I like the vibe of his music. I'd like to be interested. I'd be interested in hearing what influences he has. Um, I'm right. sure he can get back to us with an email or a voicemail. Yeah, I'm sure he can. Um, all right. I like the first tune that you played on the show. I like that one a lot. It kind of, I don't know if this was one of his influences, but it kind of sounded like a, a Simon and Garfunkel type of Yeah, I song. think so too. I'd agree with you on that. All right. Um, Kat, now, what do you think? What What are your thoughts? I was just going to comment that, um, so I'm on your weekly rounds. <laughs> yeah. We talk once a week, don't we? No, it's every other week. Uh, no, we talk more than that. <laughs> We're like, typey, 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 aim, hi, cat, what's up? And you're like, hi, hey, what's up, buddy? And I'm like, yo, what's up? And you're like, nothing, what's up with you? And I'm like, nothing, <laughs> this is fucking lame, goodbye. Pretty much. <laughs> did you hear Those are our conversations did you guys? Lately. Did you guys hear about the voice? Yes, the, the homeless guy who's got the golden radio voice yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play I'm gonna play this audio, and then uh, I'm going to tell you something about it. Nope, no longer display. Anyway, there's this homeless guy in Cleveland, and I guess somebody on the side of the road heard him talking when he was asking for change or whatever, and he has this really great radio voice, uh, 105.7, uh, I mean, makes me look like a fucking chote, like I have a terrible voice compared to this guy, like top 40, you know, Casey Kasem, like really, really good radio voice, mm-hmm. and um, so they took a, a, you know, they took a video of, a, of him talking, and he says, well, you know, I was, what was he, in the military or something like that? No, he was a priest or something like that. And he got into drugs and, and everything else, and he lost his home and his job and everything. Well, since then, uh, according to the New York Post, Ted Williams, a panhandler with a voice made for radio, was offered the job as a Cleveland Cavaliers to do their voiceover work. So Cleveland Cavaliers hired this guy to do uh, announcing and voiceover work, and they bought him a house, and they have them all set up. Oh, wow. And good for this dude, you know? Yes, he's good been, for him. Uh, He's been drug and alcohol-free for over two years, and he's getting his life back in order. And, you know, it's a really touching story. It was like, it made me tear up a little bit. 
And I'm really, I'm, it's really nice to see. I mean, I know Cleveland Cavaliers did it because they have nothing else. Like, they lost LeBron James, and now they need something, you know, to, hey, look at us, we're the Cavaliers. But still, <laughs> I mean, they didn't have to do it. So, God bless. God bless to Ted Williams, and uh, I hope uh, I hope he keeps his life straight. That's That was a good story. It was a feel-good story of the year for me so far. I mean, we're only, like, 10 days in, but still. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm constantly amazed at how the internet has sort of changed the discovery of people like this, you know? Uh, I mean, we were watching the New Year celebration and everything on MTV or whatever. Who are the... With Carson Daly. And fucking Antoine Dodson was fucking on there. It well, was awesome. <laughs> we obviously have us a rapist here <laughs> in Lincoln Park. I love that guy, though. He's hilarious. He is. He's freaking hysterical. Climbing <laughs> up your windows. Your people up. I'm trying to find and see if I could actually get voice guy's voice for the people that haven't heard it yet because i can't believe they took that video down it's so late and i say that with like not in the microphone it's possible to climb to the i mean Mount Everest he was interviewed enough right. he got to find it somewhere i don't know if it's possible for me and I, I think i found a video of uh this ted williams um in this video the lady announcing she has a terrible voice and this is why it's good that this guy got a job because she sounds like a fucking tard, but here's the video. <laughs> he may be homeless, but he's not voiceless. There's been this guy with an interesting sign at I-71. A panhandler sign saying, I have a God-given gift of a great voice. Wait till you hear it. Hey, I'm going to make you work for your dollar. Say something with that great radio voice. When you're listening to nothing but the best of oldies, you're listening to Magic 98.9. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. And we'll be back with more right after these words. And folks wanted to hear... Amazing. I can't listen to that bitch anymore, but he does. He has a great voice. Magic 109.7. And she's like, he may not have a voice for them. It's like, you could tell just by that woman's voice, she's fucking 600 pounds and she had an eclair in her mouth. I hate people so bad. What, Paul? And she was being choked. Yeah. Being choked by the eclair. What is an eclair? Is that an internet clair? You, you don't know what an eclair is? It's an eclair. Like, you're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable no, there, it's buddy. it's an eclair. 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 No, it's like... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, my name is Muffy or Buffy, and I don't have tea and strumpets all the time. I didn't know it was an eclair. Oh, <laughs> shut no, the fuck up. Eclair. Don't correct what I say. It's an eclair. That's what they call it up here. <laughs> okay. Maybe down south they call it a, a timbley doo doo da. But up here, it's called an eclair. A timbley doo-doo I don't know what's going on. You, you fucking... say that, I'm going to be like, baby, I want some timbley doo-doo does. That's what I'm saying. You people down there, down in the south, they have all this money, and you're making up fucking weird shit. It's an eclair. Like, I'll be like, oh, you want an eclair. <laughs> yeah, it's eclair that you get on the E's. All right. Next voicemail. So thank you, Scott the Pool Boy. It was uh, quite a no, beautiful... Thank you very much. Quite a beautiful love song. And the cat is exactly how I feel. Okay. Thanks. The only thing it was missing was something about recyclables. I agree. <laughs> That's true. What would you recycle with Kat, though? Her, her lame jokes? Uh... <laughs> if I could recycle uh, anything with Kat, it would be her laugh. I love Kat's laugh. It's, it's, it's encouraging. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 do you two want to do even do, do you two want to continue doing a show tonight? You're, you're very weird. You both give me a very weird vibe. No, it's it's the, like I can't I'm, talk because I have to worry about Polly, and and he's like waiting to see if I'm going to talk to see if we can even talk. So well, then we'll do it like this. We'll do it one, two, three, or I if 
I'll say something and then Kat, you can respond and then Paul can respond. Right. Or unless I want to switch it up, I'll say, Hey Paul, what do you think? All right. Does that make it easier? Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll run, I'll run this shit. He answered. Okay. All right. So is that right, Paul? (laughs) Cat answered. Yeah. Cause cat doesn't know how to follow directions, but hopefully now, and now she knows what's going on. She can follow directions. All right, here's the next voicemail, and I don't know who this is from again. Hey, obvious, oblivious. This is Austin from California calling in for a couple things. First of all, uh, I agree. I like Eureka, and I, I like Warehouse 13, too. Kind of a sciencey alien mix, too. Uh, also, I agree that with the whole college part of the state, that's the only nice part, because last year for Latin Convention, we went to a... North Dakota, and we stayed at their North Dakota State University, and while we were flying there, all you could see were uh, cotton farms and hick towns. So, uh, all right, you guys have a good show. Oh, yeah, and if I could get a request for the ending of the song or somewhere in the uh, Men Without Hats uh, safety dance. All right, thanks. Love the show, guys. Obviously out. Maybe one of these days I will play that song. That's on. That's in my long list of songs from the uh, 70s and 80s that I want to play on this show over the course of time because it is a good song, but tonight I have a little special treat, an unheard song, uh, hot off the presses. Well, not really hot off the presses, but it's unheard, and it's awesome, and it's from a band you all know and love. So uh, thanks to Austin for calling that in. You know, um, I just had a thought um, from another Austin. I got a text message from him. He made, a, he made a suggestion to me, like, right this instant, and I wanted to bring it up and talk to you guys about it. Might as well talk about it on the air. Do you have any interest in me doing a, pre, a pre-order for T-shirts? obviously oblivious cat i would anyone buy them <laughs> i think a couple would be bought i don't know i said to him i nobody would buy them that's what i said to him but he, yeah, he that's, that's my first reaction too i he, suggest take a poll i take a poll how about this how about we just do um we just say we're going to take pre-orders for the next month and if we get more than 10 t-shirts then we'll do it Cool. All right. Sounds good. How about this? If anybody's interested in pre-ordering an obviously oblivious T-shirt, I can guarantee it's going to be designed beautifully because I'm good at that shit, and I can guarantee it's going to be printed well because I know the guy at One Eats Printing, and he does a hell of a job. So, if you want an obviously oblivious T-shirt, I I know the wife would probably want one. So there's one. I'd wear one, I guess. So there's two. This Austin from Idaho, three. Cat and her husband. That's five. Paul, maybe. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, your husband would wear one. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. I'll come down and I'll fucking tie it to his skinny ass, and he'll wear it. <laughs> so his, he should support his wife. What's on his t-shirts, Cat? Budweiser. Budweiser. No, he just wears he wears like nice polo-ish type shirts. I don't know. He's not a t-shirt dude. Well, he doesn't I mean, have the like weather. the clever t-shirts. No, he doesn't have any of those. Oh, okay. All right. I got you. Anyway, all right, so Kat's husband doesn't doesn't want a t-shirt. Who gives a shit? Somebody else will. Anyway, email us at orgasmandobviouslyoblivious.com. Let us know if you want if you want to pre-order. I'm not going to say do the pre-order. Just let us know. Or uh, hit us up on the Facebook page at obviouslyoblivious.com. And, uh, I mean, this isn't the first person that asked me, and I'm really not all that big on, I just don't think anybody would want one, <laughs> personally. But if you do, <laughs> yeah. let me know. Let us know. Paul, I, another thing that 
just popped into my head. Yeah. So I said something to Ariana about the next show, you coming up, having dinner, and then doing the show live together. Right, right. And we, we got to talking about it. And she's like, I love Paul so much. He's such a sweet guy. You know, Kat, Paul gave us a gift for Christmas. He got us all nice little gift cards and a nice, a nice card. And he makes my wife and my daughter feel so special. And I just love the hell out of this guy. But Ariana said, we started talking about you, and then we started talking about accents. And she goes, I got to be honest with you. I kind of like his, his online persona better. I like that voice better. <laughs> I how do you take that, Paul? Uh, yeah, how do you take that, Paul? I I think it's entertaining. I mean, it's, it's meant to be entertaining. So you, what do you, what do you, how, it's what, what she's she used to. Better in what way? It's what she's used to from hearing you. Like she listens to the show with me in the car. When she thinks of Paul, she thinks of your Paul. She was introduced to me that way. Yes, more than more than my regular voice. Um, See, I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'll, I, It might come out occasionally. Like I'm not going to ask come. you to come up and have dinner and talk like that. I'm not going to ask you no, to do I, that. I, but I, I, I think she would probably prefer it. So might want to keep that in mind. Well, I to what end? <laughs> Till you leave, I guess. Not gonna get me anything? It's well, your you, wife, dude. You don't want her respect. You don't want her 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 love from afar. I mean, really. Uh, um, some something against well, my wife. You have a problem with my I wife? Have I have as much as I'm going to get of it. All right, I'll tell her. He, Paul has no interest in you, dear. He's, he just has none. All right. It, well, it's well, that's not the case. It's she's taken, Mike. I'm not a cheater. And I don't think the wife is either. You would think that she's taken, but here's the thing. Nobody's really taken, Paul. Nobody's really taken. Michael. What? (laughs) Like, Kat's not really taken. I mean, how long is that charade going to last? Christ, you're hilarious. (laughs) You know, just because you go and you have this big ceremony in the sanctity of some church or some outdoor church-like area, and you're professing your love and we're going to be together for all time, that doesn't really... Listen, more often than not, that falls apart. This is true, of but course. you know. Think, no. Yeah, see? Nothing lasts forever. Oh, not even God. the universe. Check the, Think about this, cat. okay? We're in the golden age of the universe. There's only so much hydrogen to go around, and sooner or later, it's all going to run out, and the universe is going to be a dark, dead, desolate place, right? Right. And that's going to go on for eternity. That's the only thing. That's going to last forever. No, it's it, an eternity of dark and nothingness. The nothing, cat. The nothing is going to happen. <laughs> Never ending story maybe reference. Should, awesome. What's up, Paul? Maybe I, should, maybe I should say hello to that girl at the elevator in my cell phone. <laughs> cool. See what she does. I mean, here. We never know what's going to happen until we try. And we go home. We yeah. don't say something. We don't do something. We go home and we wonder what if. Even if it goes bad, the what ifs, even if you got arrested for harassment, the what ifs go away after, you know, you, you know, and then you can sleep better at night. That's all I'm saying. And not just to you, Paul, but to everybody listening to the sound of my voice right now. You never know. So just do it. Here's another voicemail. Oh, yeah. Don't use the Glee version of the song because that's just fucking Bobo. All right. I'm not even going to, I'm going to cut that out. That kid. Uh. <laughs> hey Kat, hey Mike, it's Jeff. Just wanted to say, yeah, I love the show. Sounds awesome. I uh, just wanted to uh, bring up Kat's sister, 
I was looking on Facebook and I came across <laughs> her sister. I believe her name's Amanda. This is good. Like that. She's pretty fucking rocking, dude. Hot. She got a body that could rock the 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 fucking whatever. Anyways, she, she's just hot cat. That's all I'm trying to say. Fucking hot. <laughs> um, you're hot too, but I think your sister's a little hotter. <gasps> like she's younger. I don't know. Uh, anywho. No sagging on Amanda. I fucked her for I rule. Goodbye. All right. So the funny thing is, Kat, do you want me to to say this? You can go ahead and say it. All right. The funny don't thing let is, even hear this voicemail. The funny thing is, is Kat doesn't have a sister. She has a brother. So, and he didn't even see Kat's brother. He saw Stephen's sister. Like so, Kat's last name would not be the same as her sister because she's been married. But yeah. it's Stephen's sister. But in all fairness, it got wood. You and Stephen kind of look alike. So a therefore, you and her your his sister kind of look alike too. Yep. Yeah, that's true. So she is but cute. She's hotter, but no, no, no. But she's hotter. It's fine. No, it's fine. She's younger. She is. She is younger. She's she is a free, younger she's, by like she's, two she's, years. She's more of a free spirit than you are. Yes, and I will give tell, her that. You can tell that. So I mean, God Wood's an idiot too. So don't don't feel so bad. You know. Is is she the girl that you're in the inner tube with? Is that that picture? Yeah. Wait. In, yeah, in I think it is in, in the new bathing suit. Yeah. In, yeah. Oh yeah, I like that picture. Yeah. No, you should see her. That was My very favorite creepy. picture of Amanda lately is her dressed up as uh, Link. I like Paul. He goes, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gotwood, that's not Cat's sister. It's Cat's sister-in-law. Yep. Yep. Lol. That'd be funny. We, I love Amanda. I think that makes more sense. Sister-in-lol. L-O-L. Sister-in-lol. <laughs> you know? Because all, all this marriage shit's just a big joke. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. What's with you? Are you, are you jilted for... For some reason, no, I just find it extremely comical that I talk so bad about marriages and, and I know, and you have like a wonderful marriage. When, and today, up. I bought my wife roses. I mean, so you I, know, it, it does. It makes me laugh. <laughs> you know why I bought her roses today? Why? Well, I was I was going to. I took her car to get gas in it because she had to work today and coming home last night, she was running low. And I'll be the nice husband and go get gas. I was going to get a pizza for dinner anyway. No, for lunch. And um. There was a, 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 I was going to go out and buy her carnations. Her favorite flowers are carnations. Well, I, I love this microphone boom, by the way. This is so nice. I'm not bumping it. It goes where my head goes. Oh, so nice. Anyway. Um, oh, by the way, Travis LSU, if you cut out what I say on the show, you're just doing something that's been done already, and it's just lame. So I know that he's probably sitting there with a pen and paper. At time 5231, Mike said this. It goes where my head goes. Uh, it's going to be great. Anyway, oh, so it with my head I was going to buy her carnations, and Paul, check this shit out. They were having a special, a dozen roses for nine ninety nine. In a month, they're going to be a hundred bucks for a dozen roses. Right. That's right. the markup. Absolutely. It's going to be a ninety dollar markup on roses. So, you know, I brought them home, and she was pissed because she's like, she's thinking, you know, Valentine's Day roses cost a hundred bucks. And I'm like, no, I said they were, they were on, it was special. They were nine ninety nine. They were on sale. I picked them up And for no, no, you. no. So the great thing, this woman, this wonderful woman that I'm married to, she goes, well, now I'm really happy knowing that they were only 10 bucks. I got roses for 10 bucks. It makes me feel so good that you didn't waste money. So <laughs> that's very cute. I said, yeah. I said, so I'll get you the roses now for 10 bucks and then I'll get you carnations on Valentine's Day. She likes carnations because they last longer. Like roses, you get like five, six days out of carnations. They could be there for a month or two. Carnations yeah. really last a long time. And you can make them change color by putting them in food coloring. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, so. 
Um, sorry, I'm peeling a piece of sticker off of this uh, desk I'm sitting at. But she's a woman of my own heart, though. If my husband bought me cheap things, cheap, nice things, I would love it. Well, Probably I mean, doesn't. let's not make mistakes. Most of the majority of stuff I buy for her is not cheap. Just oh. today, I happened to buy the roses because they were on a special. <laughs> so, um, I mean, like the pizza was more than the the sandwich was more than the roses. Well, that was a good sandwich. So we got I got a, a large pizza, half pepperoni, and half anchovies. And then I got a large sandwich. And this sandwich it was fre- freshly baked roll right at the pizza shop. I'm telling you, it was two foot long sandwich. And it was stuffed to the gills. It was a nine. It was like nine ninety nine. What? I can't believe you eat anchovies. Who eats anchovies? I eat anchovies. My dad eats anchovies. Oh my, God. my family eats well, anchovies. I guess- yeah. No, I, I know it, it exists, but... I can't believe you don't eat anchovies, Paul. Everybody, no, no. Everybody I talk to, I mean, most people I talk to are like, Ugh. Do you like Worcestershire sauce? Um, no, not necessarily. No, that's, no. An, that's, that's anchovy sauce. What about, um? do you like uh, Caesar salad? Yeah. Anchovies are in Caesar I get salad. Are, are all, yeah, the ones I get aren't, you don't taste that. Oh. You know, I don't get it by restaurants. Anchovies are really good, dude. Dressing, you know. They're really, really it's good. A, uh, they're no, delicious. I know. I just, I don't like them, and a lot of people I know don't like them. It's too salty. Well, then I fishy. guess that, that I'm the fucking one in the wrong here. I guess I should never have an anchovy again because Paul and everybody Paul knows doesn't eat like them. You know what? I'm, yes, that's right. I'm insulted. I'm insulted. Okay. Get it? Get it? Insulted? Salt? Insulted, insulted, yes. Boom, Next voicemail. <laughs> to everyone who fucking slams on their brakes, comes to a complete fucking stop in the middle of a fucking road, and then fucking hits their fucking turn signal, eats a giant bag of rancid cocks, you fucking piece of fucking shit. Now, is this something that happens a lot, that there is a bag of rancid cocks sitting around? That's what I was wondering. I was like, how do you cultivate rancid cocks? And then... It also made me, like, I think of cocks here. That's a good one for you to cut out, Travis. And I think of uh, weeds where they actually had to get some guy's dick. So they got it from some corpse and they're walking around with a dick in a bowl of water. It was very disturbing. So how about a bowl of rancid cocks? I think that was on weeds this past season. Next voicemail. Hey, obviously oblivious. This is Dutch calling. I just wanted to finally call and leave a voicemail for once. Uh, it was my first time doing it, so if I stumble, I'm sorry. Uh, I just wanted to say that you guys are freaking hilarious. And uh, I cannot st- stop listening to episode 32, Lithuania McGee. <laughs> that that episode right there just perched me right up. I think that's probably my absolute favorite episode. It just cracks me up every time. Um, this isn't a very funny message. I'm not very creative with messages, so I'm just calling and being honest. Uh, but, yeah, man, I... Appreciate uh, the uh, the unintentional moral support uh, that I get because I know some you know life gets rough sometimes and it just it helps when I can laugh at something just absolutely hysterical. Oh my gosh, yeah. And by the way, Cat, um, really, I, I understand. I, I'm on your side with the whole uh, handshaking thing. I, I agree with that. Ask yes, sir. Sorry, Mike. I'm I'm not trying to put a knife in your back, but Cat, I really agree with you on the whole handshaking thing. I, I like to go out of my way to be polite to people. Um, unless the person's a total jerk, then I'm not I was polite. Them. I said, forgive me but, for not shaking yeah, hands. I, I'm behind you on that one, Cat. Um, and I'm also behind with you on the American McGee thing. I know about American McGee. 
I know about him. Well, then it must be real. Um, I didn't know I worked for id Software, though. That's kind of neat to find that out. So, anyway, um, I'd like to check out that game. I've never played it before. Uh, I'm curious about it now. Uh, always heard about it, never played it. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, I'm probably going to get, you know, belittled for this, but that's okay. Um, anyway, y'all have a great show. Um, I'm still working on some more artwork. Uh, Mike, you saw the uh, inks for it, so I'll be calling that in this weekend. Anyway, y'all have a good and safe New Year, and y'all take it easy. Bye. Yeah, the new artwork's pretty sweet. Kat, I think I showed you that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> My mom has it, too, now. Oh, does she? Yes. That's pretty cool. She really liked it? <laughs> yeah, she did. That's cool. Well, when, when, when he has it finished, we'll release the... We'll release it as artwork or something. But no, I'm yeah. not going to tear you apart, Dutch. I will say that I should probably have released that as episode 35.5 because that was a hell of a long voicemail. But um, I hope everything's <laughs> going better for you in your life, buddy. I know you got a better job, and I know uh, things are looking up. Dutch, is a, he's a hell of a guy, and, and he did a great job on our artwork and everything I've ever uh, needed from him. He's always been there for me, and he's a good guy. And if you haven't already find dutch on my friends on facebook and friend him because he's a very talented art, uh, artist and uh fatwizardist.com is where his comic is and it's good it's really good so thanks dutch thanks for finally calling in yeah i mean hey and <sighs> this is my shill moment if you uh, haven't left a voice i mean if you haven't eh, if you haven't left an itunes review for us please go to itunes right now and Leave us a nice review. It has just honest. I'm not saying, hey, leave us a five-star review and say we're the greatest ever. Just, you know, an honest review. Even if it's, I mean, if it's bad, don't do that. That's just, that's just being spiteful. But, you know, something, something kind of pleasant. I'd like to see that. I know Cat loves voice. I mean, I know Cat loves uh, iTunes reviews, and I just want to provide that for her. Is that so I bad? I do. It is like, it's one of the very few ways that I get feedback about the show. Because um, I don't see the downloads, I don't see any of that. I see some, you know, the things that go on on Facebook. But other than that, I just get the iTunes reviews is how I know that anybody listens to us. <laughs> what I think so. is funny with Facebook, you know, Facebook shows like your traffic's down and your traffic's up. Like right. a week we don't do the show, we're like negative hundred and something. When I we know, do a show, we're so positive hundred and something. It's really funny. It's so depressing. Well, it isn't. It isn't. I mean, how many really? How many shows? I mean, I could think of two of them, but how many shows? can go weeks at a time without having a show and people are still interested and, and ready for the thing to be released. This is very true. <laughs> Speaking of which, Paul, when, when can I expect the new South Philly Paul cast, man? I don't have an answer to that, dude. I haven't, uh, I haven't been inspired by anything yet. Well, I hope you are soon. I, I appreciate that, man. I always do. I always appreciate all your feedback and that you, you, you listen to the show and you, I and love you it. Uh, talk it up. It's yeah, my favorite podcast. You, it's my favorite podcast on iTunes. I swear to God. Love it. No, I don't believe that. No, it really is. Favorite one. I, I, I don't nah. count ones I'm on because they're so high above the bar that it's not fair to anybody else. But I do. I love you the most. <laughs> you know, I, I want to say one thing, Does I knew I knew you would always cheat on me with Troy. <laughs> what do you mean cheat on you? He gave me herpes. I was you know trying to I'm give it back. About. You know what I'm talking about. No, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about uh, see you next Tuesday. You guys were getting along pretty good. And I always knew that he would be the one because he's he's younger and he's thinner. Oh, get and... over yourself! You're always in my heart, Paul. <laughs> my favorite iTunes podcast is the South Philly Podcast. It is. I think this is what I think, Paul. I'd like to hear some more of the the biblical stories 
and then right. added added with the thoughts of you. I I really like the episodes like that. I'm, I'm looking forward to more of those. I really am. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I like the idea of me playing a character from history. I I I think that's a good. Uh, you could do you could do anybody. You could do Genghis Khan. You could do Napoleon. You could do Joan of Arc. <laughs> you could do Cleopatra, Mark Anthony. You could do no. You could do Justin well, maybe, Bieber. I mean anybody, Paul. Maybe South Philly Mary can do the women. That's true. History. That's true. Yeah, very true. And that's that's a good idea. That's a good inspiration, Mike. And while an you're there, leaving us a nice review. How about the South Philly podcast too? He yep. deserves them. Oh, I love those. If I get any, I, I've gotten a few recently. I got one. On, I got one on Christmas Day, which was nice. Oh, yeah. Well, Christmas was a nice, little, nice yeah. little present. Well, God bless us, everyone. Next voicemail. Hey, obviously oblivious. It's Travis Hillshoe. Um, I want to hear the uh, the dead body story again, and also uh, where do computer viruses come from, and why do they exist, and why are they so hard to stop? And, uh, all right, that's it. Thank you. All right. Computer viruses. Oh, night, night, right? (laughs) Had to cut me off. I, here's why computer viruses exist because people are assholes. Yep. That's why they exist. People like to cause problems for other people. They think it's funny, blah, blah, blah. So somebody, some little geek sitting somewhere and I want to send out to email blast to everybody about Rick rolls. And so, Basically, a lot of the, the, the Trojans and the viruses and the, spy, the spyware and all the stuff that's out now is just, you know, shit companies trying to get trick people into buying anti-spyware or, or whatever. That's but true. Th- that's why they're there. People are assholes. It's really easy to, to give you the answer to that. The death story. Kat, do you know what he's talking about? I Dead body? The is dead that bo- what he was talking about? Is he about? talking about when I worked for the playgrounds when I was younger and they found a dead body? What? At my playground? What? Okay. I think that's what he's talking about. That's the start. That's the only dead body story I could think of that I'm willing to uh that I'm willing to talk about on the air. Um right. <laughs> when I was uh in my early 20s, I worked uh for the city Reading playgrounds. And uh <laughs> I was a great playground leader. This is funny. I would sit and I would play uh uh spades or whatever with the the older kids. And then the other playground leader, the girl, would go around and play with all the little kids because I, I have no interest in that. I just wanted a paycheck to sit around and play kickball and basketball and cards all day. Anyway, I worked at a playground called 10th and South. It's right next to this gigantic cemetery. And uh, the night before this all happened, we had to have flags put together for a parade for the city. And the kids wanted us to be called the 10th and South Grim Reapers, right? Mm-hmm. So I went home and I made this flag of a Grim Reaper and with the sickle and all that. That's what it's called, a sickle, right? What? That, oh, a, that a Grim Reaper holds, that that, that blade sickle, thing. sickle, yeah. Okay. So I, I walk up to the playground and I'm holding this flag of a, of a Grim Reaper and there's cops everywhere. The, there's uh, police tape everywhere and they wouldn't let me on the playground. I'm like, well, what what's going on? And they said, we found this body in the woods. There's a guy that we have to get the coroner up here and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well day off and they asked me about the flag a grim reaper flag and i'm like yeah death and south you know with the um the cemetery next door the the, the kids want to be the grim reapers and they, you know they give me a very very stern looks or whatever so i went home and i was home for maybe no more than 10 minutes and my uncle calls me my uncle was a sergeant for the police department at the time and he says don't leave the house i'm coming to get you you need to come in the uh, the police have a 
I have a warrant out for you. They do. They want to ask oh you questions. God. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So my uncle came and got me. They took me down in for questioning and they're asking me about this guy. And did I know him and this and that and everything else. And, and they were really, they're giving me, giving me a really hard time. And I was starting to get a little nervous and they're talking about you know, lie detector tests and this and that and everything else. What happened was whoever killed this guy, my dad's car was at the garage like a couple blocks away from this playground and whoever killed this guy stole my dad's license plates and put it on the car that they left up there with the dead guy. So I worked at the playground. They had my dad's oh. license plates and I had this Grim Reaper flag and they thought that I really did kill this guy. Oh my God. So after a long investigation, I was, <laughs> I was left off the hook and, uh, I was, uh, alleviated of all my responsibilities for going to jail for killing this guy. So, that's the dead body story. I hope that's the one that you're talking about, Travis. Did, didn't you ever <laughs> hear that story, Kat? No. Wow. Okay. No. Well, there you go. That see that tells you how much Travis, how long Travis has been listening. Because I don't think I've talked about that story for shit, a good three, four years. Wow, it's been a while. Anyway, so thanks for that, Travis. And uh, I think we have one more. Nenum lost voicemail. I think. I mean, this Nen. Might, yeah. He oh. called about the rancid dicks too. That was Nen too. Oh, that was in too. Yeah. Oh, see now I'm not as Hello, happy about his next one. Double O listener here. Come in. Hey, what's up? Just calling in because you guys are getting ready to do a show and like ask for something scientific, but uh, I can't think of anything at the moment except for uh, why is barbecue so goddamn good? I'm going to say that because I'm getting ready to barbecue myself. Nice try, Tiff. Some zucchini. Okay, I'm going to end it there because it's still another long voicemail. Kat, you are <laughs> from North Carolina where they're known for their barbecue as well as some of the surrounding states. Why is barbecue so good? It just is. I don't know. There's no science behind it. It's just it's all superstition and awesome. I think a lot of tasty food, there's a lot of science behind it. And there's Go no ahead anchovies. And take it apart. And there's no anchovies. That's right, Paul. Um, barbecue is so good because they use great spices, and it's you know meat that has been smoked or grilled and uh, has good sauce. And I don't know, barbecue is pretty good. I, I, I prefer I prefer like beef barbecue over pork or chicken, though. I just want meat to rule them all. I started on the mediocre show. I'm just a fan of beef. Yeah, ribs are good, man. Uh, ribs are delicious. No, I'm not saying that there are other things that are really good. It's just I prefer the beef the most. You know, it's funny that you mentioned I said something about something scientific. I posted on Twitter before the show. If anybody has any questions for us to talk about, that uh, to just call in a voicemail. And I said, or anything science that you want to hear about. And most Jeff uh, tweeted back, Mike, are you a scientist? And I said, no, but Cat is. And I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> So that was uh got a got a, a tweet from most Jeff. I feel very special. Hey, we did a on Friday night. We did a mediocre show um, game night. We did a tournament for Call of Duty Black Ops, mm-hmm. and uh, congratulations to uh, Phantom Terror and Splitting Atoms for winning. Um, me and Hotcakes were playing together. That was I had a lot of fun with cakes, and uh, so Joe did that for the mediocre show. And I think the next one coming in February or March, he's doing the next one for obviously Oblivious. So isn't that cool? We're going to have our own tournament for Obviously Oblivious. 
I think that's pretty cool. That is what pretty does cool. That, What's that? Uh, what does that mean, though? What do you mean, Mike? What does the tournament mean? What to? I, they're saying you're. you're I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me learn how to speak English. They're saying that it's for obvious oblivious. What What does that mean? That it's for obvious. Oh well, obvious basically, the people that are in the tournament are supposed to donate to be in it, and whatever they donate goes to the show. Which you know. Oh, us, okay. You know. I got you. Um, it's just it's just nice to be included. Like that that I don't know. I just think him him doing that gave this show a little bit of legitimacy. You know, it just I don't know. It made me feel good to be included. Absolutely, yeah. It was a very nice thing. All right. The other two things that I want to play is uh oh the fuck was that? I took a sip of some tea <laughs> and there was some still liquid in my throat and went. <laughs> that was nice. That was weird. Um. This is a uh, audio file sent in from Uno Shato. I have no idea what he's talking about on this, but I'm going to play it anyway. Hey, obviously oblivious. This is uh, your buddy Uno Shato. I want to thank you guys for mentioning the book on the latest show and everything. And at the very end of the episode, there was a little bit where Mike is like, and um, it reminded me of, um, I I went over to a friend of mine's house, um, this guy named Brent, and he, him and his girlfriend were sitting there smoking bongs, and they're high as hell, and they're sitting on the couch, and they're watching this religious channel, this guy, a local guy here, and I don't know if you guys had him there, but it was this, like, evangelical priest, or, uh, fuck, well, I said priest, uh, con artist guy called Robert Tilton, and he would be talking and he'd be like, hi, everybody, the word of the Lord, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, he'd bust out in what he called speaking in tongues. And it'd just be like, hail to Jesus, shubadoo, skabadoo, shlibadoo, babadoo, skubadoo, skubadoo, Jesus, blah, blah, shubadoo, Mary, skubadoo, babadoo, send me money, skubadoo, And it was just the most ridiculous lie, you know, that ever happened on TV. But these motherfuckers were high. They're like, oh, he's talking alien speak again. You know, and like they've been getting all high, and it just struck me as funny because that sounded exactly like what Mike was doing. Oh, I love the fucking show, you guys. Thanks so much for doing this show. It just makes me laugh so much. I love you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, oh <laughs> welcome my God. to the, uh, the uh, National Church of Christ. I don't know what he was talking about. I don't what remember. Do you, you don't know what he's talking about. I don't remember ever doing that on the show. Yes, you were talking about the skiddle me doo the old dude, you know, like this. Oh, Okie McSmoky skiddle me doo Yeah, so you say stuff like that sometimes. I now. do? No, I don't. <laughs> you did. Uh, okay. Or if you say, you missay something, then you're like. Ladies and gentlemen, Kat is an expert on the things that have come out of my mouth. Like Travis's penis. So there, Travis, you can have that to cut out too. No, I don't want to be an expert on Travis's penis. No, what comes out of my mouth, Travis's yes. penis. You don't Travis's wanna... penis comes out, but you said I was an expert on everything that comes out of your mouth. If Travis's penis is coming out of your mouth, then technically I'm an expert on it. Maybe, I don't agree. maybe I'm talking about Travis Barker's penis. Does that make it any better? Who the fuck is Travis Barker? Um, do you ever hear uh, uh, N.E.R.D. Rockstar? No. You never heard that song? No. Yes, you have. No. Hold on. <laughs> Here Wait. we go. No, no, that's Jason Nevins. That's not. No, anyway, the guy's a, uh, he's a, a, a music writer, Travis okay. Barker. Like, the, low, get low. That was in the Tropic Thunder. 
It was a Travis Barker remix. It's that's Oh, okay. I know vaguely that song. Listen, I'm 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 wearing out. I've been so excited. <laughs> I've been so excited since Friday to sit down Why and do, do the do show that? with you, you guys. You always make me feel like I'm just like ruining the show. No, 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 not at all. I think I'm I'm having fun doing the show, but it's just it's one of those things it's like when you're a little kid and you get so excited for Christmas and it comes and you're just exhausted so horribly from wanting it to come, you know? That I'm exhausted. I'm like <laughs> mentally exhausted from all the coming, you know? <laughs> it's funny. I don't know. It's nice to hear you laugh, Kat. I've been no. I've been. It's nice to hear you laugh. I've been thinking about this. I've been going through some of the older shows, and you used to find me a lot funnier. Like back, I did. it's true. Back in the day, there was a lot more laughing. There was a lot more good times being had, and I just, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm losing my touch. Maybe I didn't have any touch at all to begin with. But let's get back to that uncontrollable cat laughter. Controllable. Uncontrollable. Uncontrollable. Because really. What's the point of having all this overkill studio if we're not, you know, you, you know what I think it up? is more than anything. I think it's that I started noticing that because people started talking about my laugh, I started noticing when I laugh and I feel like a fucking idiot. Uh, I'm sorry. So I'm just like more self-conscious about my laugh. You shouldn't feel like an idiot. You shouldn't. No. But Paul, I Paul, help me out here, buddy. Tell her. No, you shouldn't feel like an idiot. It's, it's, uh, it's complimentary to Mike. And to anybody that that uh, makes you laugh, we like it. We love it. To to make a woman, especially to make a beautiful woman laugh, it's very it's very inspiring. <laughs> it's true. It's 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 pretty much for us us guys that aren't able to go out and kill a wildebeest with our bare hands. What else do we have besides <laughs> our funny looks? Is our funny personalities? <laughs> we're, we're bringing down wildebeest of laughter. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore, to be quite honest with you. So Uno Shadow sent along a uh, an audio file. That up. Thanks. You, you you tied that up really good. I, I try Thanks. to do my best. I, I think me and you were like a, a good tag team. We're like uh, the Bushwhackers in the WWF back in the day. We just really we work on things together well. Um, Uno sent in this this file. This the guy he was talking about. If I if I'm interested in it, I'm going to stop playing it. <laughs> We're now going to meet a man who takes in more money than the income, we figure, of Madonna and Michael Jackson combined. As we said before, it takes a lot of money to keep one of these TV ministries on the air. But we have been told that making money and marketing are what this man does best. People said his organization is a state-of-the-art factory for donations. Head to the point, bitch. All for the operations and bank accounts of the Robert Tilton Ministry. <laughs> And I'll tell you something else. Those that mess with me, they're messing with the apple of God's eye. This is Robert Tilton. He has the fastest growing ministry on television today. You foul, rotten, stinking devil. I'm going to beat you up, you devil. I'm going to cut you to pieces in the name of Jesus. Viewers are riveted. Horseshit. I hate these fucking preachers. Me you know, too. These are some of the biggest lowlifes on the fucking planet. And they're, they're, they're going to save you. They're going to save you fucking from being able to spend your money on your bills. That's the only thing they're saving you. Fucking pieces of shit. I another reason why I hate people so much. Um, <laughs> Paul, Paul, that, that, that short clip sounded like a parody of one. It, it did, didn't it? it devil, why no, devil? No. I'm gonna fucking beat the crap out of you. I'm gonna fucking beat you. In the name of Jesus. It sounded, like, it sounded like that Steve Martin movie. I think it was called Blind Faith, where he played one. That was actually a pretty good movie, though. I actually got a couple of laughs out of that movie. Yeah, I'm just talking about the 
the character though that type of character it sounded like a like like he was being a parody of it you yeah know? it didn't didn't sound like a sincere person i would love you know? to find one of these they don't really have those Th- those are more square statey kind of red state kind of appearances those god people like you don't really see that around like, reading too much or philly or oh no, no we won't put up with that no we wouldn't here. put up with that shit at all <laughs> at we have all. different we have different type of uh hucksters here yeah yeah the people that stand on the street and Say they have a great radio voice, those kind of hucksters. But no, good for <laughs> wow, him. I'm turned, glad, glad he got a job. turned the corner on him pretty quick. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I've been doing this shit for years, and now all of a sudden this guy, oh, the voice goodness. of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and, and what am I doing? I'm talking in a an overproduced, uh, overkilled studio. I mean, I don't know. Man, I, uh, I have a roof over my head. Wait. I know. It's, it's horseshit. Well, I, I work for my fucking roof. What's this guy do? He just stands there with a piece of cardboard. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a piece of cardboard, and I'm going to write, you know, feel sorry for me because I'm a fat piece of shit. And uh, maybe <laughs> maybe then I'll get a job working at a, a pig factory, smacking pigs in the head to, to kill them. You know, maybe I can benefit from this. I hate my job so much, Kat. I really do. I know you do. I know. <sighs> I just I wish I could there. retire. I just wish I could retire. <laughs> All right, Debbie Downer. Paul, do you have anything to bring it back? No, I'm I'm about to kill myself after that statement. <laughs> Please don't. I agree with you, though. It, it is kind of like a red state ho- hillbilly kind of thing because they definitely have that here. Yeah, I, I like I my dad think. has has vowed that he spoke in tongues at one point. Really? So yeah, you no, absolutely. Could, you think you could ever set me up with your dad to talk to him? I'd like to. No, nope, like never. To talk not to him. in a million fucking years. Why? Are you embarrassed of me? No, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in uh, just, it's better just to stay away. How's that? I don't know. I think we could have. Steven's dad likes me. He's a Facebook friend. But Steven's dad is cool. He is cool. I do. I like that guy. My dad it's would just, probably like you, but it would just be painful to listen to you two speak. I don't know. Yeah. He, Steven's dad is pretty cool. I think I could win anybody over, really. I'm quite charming when I want to no, be. No, no. Like I said, he would like you, but it still doesn't make him not crazy. <laughs> I'm a little crazy. Crazy and crazy together make not so crazy, right? No, 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 no. All right. Well, I guess I'm wrong again. Once again. I mean, clearly, my mom's crazy, my dad's crazy, and I'm definitely crazy. So. Yes, you are. Your brother's See? a little crazy too. A little bit. Yeah. Crazy, little, stupid. A little bit. That's what Trailerize calls Anya. That's his nickname for her. A little bit. Really? Yeah. A little bit. That made me just think of Joe. I miss Joe. He's a good guy, too. Anyway, now I'm feeling a little... I think it was the pills I took. I'm feeling a little over-emotional oh, now. Oh, God. He's drugged up. He's drugged... Huh? Hey, hey, wait. I can't believe you didn't bring this up. What? Oh, I guess I can't. Is it something I can talk about? Uh, what? My new experience over the the uh, Christmas holiday? Was, Is that something I can talk about? Yeah, no. Uh, that's for you to bring up. That's not for me to bring up. Listen, there's a different... I, I, I'm turning the page in 2011. I don't believe in... Uh, I don't believe in resolutions. Is that what they're called? New Year's resolutions? Yeah. I don't yes. believe in those, yes. but I am not going to air your dirty laundry for you anymore. So but if it's that's something what you, you're good at. And I that's know. What makes- I'll make fun of you, and I'll give you my thoughts on it, but I'm not just going to say, hey, everybody, Kat smoked weed over the break, and she was throwing <laughs> up all night long. Because she's the first person in history to, to fucking throw up from, pu- uh, from fucking smoking weed. What is the matter with you? I don't know. Everyone keeps saying that. <laughs> Hi, I'm 26 years old, and I'm going to start smoking weed now. I mean... (sighs) No, I wasn't starting smoking. I just wanted to get that one experience out of the way 
in a very safe environment with family. So did you do the same thing with anal sex? I mean... Uh, Pretty much. Not with family, though. That would be weird. That would be very weird. <laughs> Sorry. So what's the story? What's the story? You were first of all, who was smoking weed that you were around? Because usually when Everyone you're around your family, we they're at. pretty they're pretty strict. So what happened? Usually I am, but you know, like I I have I was a very sheltered kid in college and in high school when everyone got all that shit out of the way. So my first times drinking and, and everything else was always usually pretty bad. <laughs> Because I just I didn't hadn't adjusted to it when I was supposed to and when I was springy where I could recover easily from it, um, and so I, I'm curious about things and I've always been curious about weed. I mean I have really really good friends that indulge and I th- you know I they you have smoked with Kelly already. Have, do what? I thought you smoked with Kelly already. No, I had a quarter of a weed cookie. Oh okay. That was the, that was the extent of it. So um, and I I've only smoked one cigarette ever, too, and that w- that was painful. Um, but so I, I said, you know, I was already kind of a little three sheets to the wind. Um, I was very drunk. I mean, I wasn't like drunk, drunk, but I was, I, no more drinking should have occurred and I would have been fine for the rest of the night. But instead I, I started talking to some guy who was the same age as my younger brother and he knocked up his girlfriend. And so there was a conversation going and I wait a second. I I mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to have to. All right, so you're talking to some random fucking druggy guy younger than you, and you're smoking weed with this guy, and your husband has no problem with this? No, no, no. Steven was there. Like, and so I'm saying he had no, he didn't have a problem with this. No, he definitely had a problem with it, but he didn't want to restrict me. <laughs> he so, we what, wanted that, me to, was that his knew, New Year's he resolution because he's been restricting you all along. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Okay, whatever. Okay, so hey, more interesting <laughs> story, by the way. Cat went okay. to a North Carolina game with her husband, and I found I them on TV, and I took a picture of them. Wasn't that awesome? It only took you 40 tries. But I did team. it, didn't I? Yeah, eventually. I, found, I, found, I had to keep saying, nope, a little to the this left. This is the same girl that was in the newspaper with her Jingle Bell elf hat on, and everybody was asking for her <laughs> autograph in the streets. And then she goes, the next day, she goes to uh, the Dean Dome and gets on TV for the North Carolina game. She is a... She's the, the queen of all media all of a sudden. She does a podcast. <laughs> she's in the newspaper. She's on t- television. Next thing you know, porn tapes with weed. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't see it going there. <laughs> but thank you for reminding me about the guy that chased me down. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell that story next. But let's let's we got to wrap it up. So oh. tell your two stories and then we'll, we'll get going. No, no, no. I just, I, I smoked weed. Apparently, I did it wrong because I took an insanely large hit. I did. No, I asked permission from to, Steven. You're supposed to take a long hit. No, no, no. I don't think you are. So they said two As two somebody who smoked long. weed for a long time, I know how okay. to smoke. Well, these kids were, they were kids. So, you know, maybe they don't know how to do it. But anyways, it like literally burned my chest to the point I thought I was going to die. Which means you got a good hit. They actually said I took a, a bigger hit than I way should have. Like it was a really, really big hit. Idiots. So and um, so I did that, and I was already drunk. And it, all I remember is immediately starting to swivel in little mini circles. Like I was just kind of rocking back and forth in little circles, and then I went mm, not good, and then ran to the bathroom. And the next four hours were spent there. I had a bruise on my chest bone. Really? From how hard I was throwing up. Yeah. I think that horrible. I think it was probably laced with something like angel Who dust knows? or something. Because here's the thing. When you That's what I was gonna say, yeah. Personally, when I smoked weed 
and I would smoke too much weed or eat too many cookies or whatnot, mm-hmm. I would just get very... I thought Twilight was the greatest movie of all time until I watched yeah. it the next day sober. <laughs> I mean, I get a little paranoid, get a little a little bit more happy and relaxed and all that, but no, not not puking. That had to have been laced with something. And then if they're telling you that's why you took too big of a hit, that that, that could be the case. Did you ever see Training Day? Well, is that the one with Denzel Washington? Yeah, you, you were getting wet, cat. That's what it was. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it means you were, yeah, you were smoking some angel dust. That's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. That's why you shouldn't take fucking random people's drugs. It wasn't random people. It was my sister-in-law, I'm who, really, by the way, is hotter than me. I'm really disappointed <laughs> in your husband for allowing this to happen. He's actually really upset with himself. He's he's apologized several times to me. I'm like, honey, I was, I was, I asked, you know, I wanted to do it. It was my say so. You were like, no, okay, it's really not. I'm coming along. He was responsible. He shadowed me. He was nah. there. I you would know. say you went this long without doing it. There's no benefit for it for you. You know you're killing you, you're killing your brain cells. You want to be a smart person. This isn't the way to go, cat. I'm I'm kind of disappointed in you. Really? Yeah, a little bit. Here, well, here's where I saw that like, happening. I, could though. See I drinking, knew I was going to try could, it at some point. I could see drinking and, and having a good time, but I mean, why throw drugs into the mix? You already had some some drinks. It was just something that I hadn't done before, and I was curious. And you know me, when I get a curious hair, it's like, okay, I got to know. Well, I hope you don't ever get curious of killing a fucking hundred people at once. No, why would I do that? But like I, like I said, I have lots of good friends who smoke weed, and you know, like I've, if those people are able to do it, then I don't feel like it's the worst thing in the world. So I tried it, and I'm done. Now I'm done for the rest of my life. I, I don't have people, to wonder about that I know that people anymore. who can build fucking tables out of wood. It doesn't mean that I can do that. Everybody's different, Kat. I just don't think it's something for you. No, it's definitely not for me, and I found that out. And now I'm not curious anymore. It could have been like that curiosity could have built, build and build and build until you I'm in a bad say, situation Kat, where I try it. Curiosity killed you. It killed the cat. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What was the other thing that we wanted to talk about? Just the guy that chased me down. Oh, yeah. Tell that. That was funny. <laughs> so I'm I'm getting off the bus like I do. And I hear my name, my real name. And I turn around and he goes, and there's this guy standing there. I've seen him a couple times on the bus. And uh, he goes, is this you? And he's holding a picture. He's holding a copy of the fucking newspaper. <laughs> and then he asked for her, her autograph and she gave him a hand job. No, no, he and didn't. then that's why her wrists were bothering her. <laughs> that is not what happens. And that's what we call a callback. And that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. No. <laughs> whatever so i did paulie thanks for uh showing up when we asked you to this time that was very appreciative you're welcome because you know i like when people are, are people of their words and apparently in this case you really are dude just you know text me let me you know let me know when you want me on and i'll be on all right cool thank you two weeks from now <laughs> yeah i might even be there at your house yeah, that'd be fun. I hope you do. I hope that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Kat, I'm glad you're back from uh, your many a trips. And um, I'm, I was really happy to do a show. I think everything went good. I'm, I'm enjoying the studio. And this is the yeah. first time we've done a show in a long time where it started. And I'm like, I just want to be done with the show. Like, I'm really, I could go another two hours of talking, but I have the muzzle on the dog downstairs. And uh, I got to export the tracks and stuff before I go to bed. So it's already pushing 10. So we just we got to wrap it up. Yeah, and um, I gotta get up at four thirty tomorrow morning. So. I'm gonna I'm going to officially ask that. Oh, cat! By the way, my hours go back to uh, normal hours. Get eight to eight to four. I've been taking off my other shift. Oh really? Yeah. Oh because, goodness! What are you gonna do with yourself? I don't know, but apparently, uh, 
because other people in my department don't do their jobs, I have to be there for when they don't do their jobs, I can do their job for them. Isn't that the most horseshit thing you ever heard? Well, why pay yeah, a little bit. Why fucking pay them? I hate your job. <laughs> yeah, I really do. You know, the sad thing is once at one time, it was a really, really good job. Yeah, well, times are changing. Times it's are time for changing. you to move on, Mike. Absolutely. I agree. But anyway, I'm really happy to be back doing the show. I've, I've missed mm-hmm. it. Um, if uh, you're not doing anything Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Arecibo Radio, Mediocre Show can be heard. Uh, you can listen to it on your iPhone, on your Droid, pretty much anything. Go to MediocreShow.com, hit the live link for the details how to do so. Um, check out the South Philly Podcast on iTunes. Uh, leave him a nice uh, five-star review and, and tell him how wonderful he is and how hilarious he is. Um, Please. Anything else? Fumo.biz. Uh, <laughs> check out the uh, the Facebook our Facebook page at obviouslyoblivious.com. Cat, what is the voicemail line? I, I would like... More voicemails for the next show. I agree. And uh, so think of some good ones that we could talk about. And if they're really good ones, we'll call you up and we'll get you on the show and you can discuss it with us. So give it some thought. And then after I get this laptop set up, we will. people have been asking for that too. We'll start streaming the show with a chat room. Uh, oh my so goodness. A couple weeks. Uh, I'll get the, when I have time, I'll get the laptop set up and we'll start streaming live too. So, um, we're going to go out right now on some Top Dead Celebrity. This is off the new album that hasn't been released yet. This song is about me. It's called Fat and Good Looking. And uh, it's it's really fucking awesome. This whole album's really good. I, I look forward for when you actually get a chance to, to pick it up and listen to it. Because it's like a really, really great album. And uh, most Jeff is a very talented individual. So I hope you enjoy this, this song. I hope you enjoyed this show. And... Um, that's it, you know? Cat, you gave out the voicemail number, right? <laughs> no, you oh. let me. Oh, okay. Cat, what's the voicemail like? <laughs> it's 206-888-6052. Very great. You did a great job tonight, Cat. Paul, you did a great job, too, as well, my friend. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Yep. All right. Excellent. So for Evil Cheshire, Cat, and South Philly, Paul, and obviously Oblivious 0036, this is the Mike saying night. Night.
check this out. Okay, so I have everything wired right through the microphone. Hey, right there. Oh, I don't have to switch it up. Christ. Don't yeah, even have to so switch it up. about that. You see, this is my thrilled voice. So, hey, cat, suck a dick, bitch. Yeah. Oh, see, no, that's no, no. not me. It sounds all raspy on this end, though. It's gonna sound good on the recording. Listen, that's that's him. Great. That's not me. I don't believe in that. Terrible. Don't say that to her. She's you know, nice I don't woman. feel bad about anything oh, you say to me tonight because you called your wife a cunt. So. <laughs> hey, listen, my wife is a cunt. What's that? Great Poupon? What? Dude, when you pull out the the c word for your wife, that's that's pretty, you're in a bad mood, man. No, I'm in a great mood actually. It was funny because I'm just playing around. She uh she called right before the show, and we had this really nice conversation. Like I bought her roses today, and she gets she hangs up. And oh, like, okay. I'm like, what a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that at work. My buddy Keith, yeah, yeah. my buddy Ken. I'm, yeah, nah, I've done that at work. I don't really believe yeah. that. I'm no, no, no. Say I know what you meant. I know, I know the way you, yeah, I know the way you meant it when you said, okay. Okay. I thought, uh, you know, I thought you guys had a fight. And no, you, no, you no. We, we rarely fight. And when we do fight, it's about cat. So what? She's always sticking up for you. I'm like, she's a bitch. Don't stick up for her. Oh, uh, okay. Paul, cat. I love you both. You're, uh, some of my best friends in the world. And, uh, these are great people. Ditto. It's McGee. All right. Well, I will uh, talk to you guys later on. Hello, I, you guys. I do got to go. So I will talk to you guys later. Shut up. All right. Have a nice night, everyone. All right. Go fuck okay. yourselves. Goodbye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.